Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. An Erio's original. Welcome to The Mother of All Shows, the podcast that takes a deep dive into motherhood and parenting with a comedic twist. Because if we don't laugh till we pee our pants and then laugh at our pee pants, well, we're all screwed. I'm your host, Kimmy Gatewood. I like comedy, perform comedy, write comedy, and direct comedy. I'm also a funny mom. Well, at least that's what my four-year-old daughter thinks, and she is always right and highly intelligent for her age. Before we get into things, I want to remind you to rate and review our show. Feedback, feedback, feedback. I want to thank everyone that has written in so far. It is so helpful. And to all the parents out there listening, let us know what topics you'd like to hear. Parenting is humbling and being able to share the best and the worst moments may save you the cost of therapy. Send comments and questions to motheroballshows at gmail.com or tweet at us at M-O-A-S-Pod. Join the community. Come on. Don't make me come in there. Today we're talking about travel. Yes, travel. Traveling with kids. I have been on both ends of the spectrum. The annoyed single traveler next to the screaming child and the annoyed mother wishing I wasn't next to my own screaming child. Both are unpleasant. So unpleasant, a horror film could be made about it. From the team that rush, the hand that rocks the mamaroo comes a new film about the horrors of a middle seat with a screaming baby who just pooped so much it makes you wish you listened to the emergency exit instructions. You're gonna need an extra one. In theaters now. But let's be honest, you'll probably watch it on a plane. So, today I will be speaking to a very special guest, a flight attendant. She has flown the friendly skies for years and the, some of the not-so-friendly skies and has some truly helpful advice. But first, I've got two funny moms and experienced travelers. Jamie Dembo is a writer and comedic actress who has kids aged 12 and 9. And Trisha McAlpin is a comedy writer and the mom of an adorable two-and-a-half-year-old. They've seen the world and bribed a child or two. Take a listen. We're talking about travel Oh yeah. today. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you guys travel with your kids? I do. All our families on the East Coast and we live on the West Coast. So we've been traveling with them since they were very, very, very just born. Um, and, um, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that age. Yep. So I don't that's, know. A, that's, a, that's a new age. Very it's just born. ETJB. ETJB. Is that like hour two? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, hour two. And that's pretty um, just born. Uh, three minutes after is very just born. Here's what's amazing <laughs> that I've learned is that like, it's like when you're driving. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when you're driving and by yourself is what you by mean. yourself. Okay. Okay. You're driving by yourself and you know, you're not going fast enough for the person in back of you. So they beep at you and you're like, um, come on, what's your rush? <laughs> but then people get in front of you and you're like, 
laying on the fucking horn, like move, move, move. That's what traveling with kids is. It's like when you don't have your kids, you're like, um, could you get your children to uh, pull it together and not kick my seat and blah, blah, blah. And when you have kids, you're like, I am doing the best I can and I am so sorry. Um, so I feel there's a real shift of perspective depending on whether you're traveling with them or not. But generally speaking, I feel like the earlier you can get traveling with your children the better like not to be afraid of it because if they're afraid of the environment they tend to react to that environment Mm -hmm. so you know the earlier you can get them traveling on planes and getting through security one trick we used to do is i used to the first time i did it it was with swedish fish but i would give them (laughs) fish like dolphins so like i'd be like yes wait they were the dolphins they were the dolphins got it got it so then after that the candy just whatever candy it was was called fish so I'm going to give you fish if you behave. So it was like, get it, we're going to get through the check-in line, get a fish. We're going to get through security. You get two fish if you go through security without being an asshole. If you get through uh, the gate without being a douchebag, guess what? Fish time. Everybody gets rewarded with fish. So I did that from a very young age. And it, it, it tended to work, you know? From you're I mean, just born and to now. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely give your newborn Swedish fish. That's another... <laughs> Another tip. They don't put that on the internet, but it's true. No, it is true. It's on my bomb blog. You can find it on my Instagram and on my handles. I, I mean, I 100% agree with you. I think that, like, it's like exercising. If you only exercise once every six months, you're just yep. like, every time you're like, I'm fucking sore. Why did I do this to exactly, myself? This exactly. is the worst. I can never do it again. Whereas you just, like, travel more frequently it's just kind of like all right this is a little annoying but you understand the habits and you you fish them or whatever yeah, you fish them give them <laughs> treats give them treats like that's a really good time for bribery i think travel is a great yeah great like save that for when you need it and like don't give them fish to get out the door to go play in the, at the playground too many that is fish. not fish no that is not fish they do not get fish for fun something awesome they get fish for shit that's like mildly uncomfortable monsters trish it's your turn um, yeah I, I like to drink on the plane that's I my fish oh. Yeah, that's, that's right. A great fish. Edibles. Um, yeah, I've traveled a lot with them, Quincy. Like, we've traveled. My husband's been working a lot out of town and out of the country and stuff. So we've done a lot of, like, a lot of traveling. Oh, so you've been solo, too. Solo. You go by your, you bring him by yourself. Yes, we yeah. did a solo flight to Fiji. <laughs> wow, Me that's far. How, how many hours is that? I don't remember. You've been there, I right? I have. You, you worked know, there? It's like an 11-hour thing, so it's really like oh, a full night. Man. Because then you get there... And I guess the, I have to go to PG the, now. You crossed the date line. <laughs> you know what? It was because we all worked on the same show. Oh, God. The shot there. You know what? We did our bi-yearly vacation in Fiji. <laughs> Don't be jealous. It's uh, just, you haven't done it yet? Oh, <laughs> we, guys, it's not weird. We have a house there. So, no, but, but if I remember correctly, it's actually like a whole night travel yeah. as though it's like a half a, a day that you're spending on the plane, but you get there the following morning from when you left because you crossed the dateline. Yes. So it is, it's not as crazy as like sometimes going to Europe with jet lag and stuff like that, but I'm mm. sure it's still challenging with a, with a baby baby. It was a little challenging because like his night ended much earlier than like the flights night ended. So everyone was still asleep lights out and he was like ready to party, ready to party. And he was like 18 months old. So he still wasn't like totally saying a lot of words so he would just be like na na like about everything <laughs> and he kind of fell asleep when we were getting on the plane and then woke up in the middle and oh, was like i'm oh. on a plane <laughs> like it was just like thrilled but like so loud and like everything yes, uh, floor everything. floor what's this on the floor can i eat it like just people, so loud <laughs> were people dicks about it they or were they? weren't and i was kind of like this is happening like 
you were you slept for like seven or eight hours. Like, shut up. You have three more hours while he's loud and like whatever. I, I mean, if he so was people out, were dicks. Though. I mean, like people. This lady next to us like got up and asked for another seat, and I was like, okay, bye. Like, I don't care. Like, oh god, oh, fuck that. Um, I don't yeah, know. I like. I didn't get care. it, but like, just just do it quietly out of your earshot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't I mean, do I it also feel parent. a little bit like. You can choose to have road rage or you can choose to just be like, I'm stuck on this metal tube with this baby who I'm pretty sure the parent isn't encouraging to be a baby. <laughs> For sure. Just like Trisha cuts to Trisha pinching. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's there was like a really good story about, oh, rest in peace, Luke Perry. Apparently, when Colin Hanks was traveling with his baby and his baby was flipping out, this guy got up from his seat and blew a balloon and gave it to the little boy. And the kid just shut up. And it was Luke Perry, apparently. <laughs> I, I heard the story. Yeah, That's it was amazing. super sweet. And it was actually much sweeter than the way I just told the story. Because the way I just, just like two celebrities giving balloons to kids. And that's <laughs> like, I just picture him yeah. like Perry carries balloons. doing it yeah. and then it, slipping it, away. No, it was, it like, was kind of You have to look up. <laughs> like a ghost? Well, he's not alive. Oh, and he was dead already, but I forget. Anyway. No, you have to you have to look it up. It's a very sweet, sweet story. But like. That's really sweet. He does have this. He did have this like incredibly healthy attitude about like, look, you're stuck traveling with children. Like they don't have to. Even if you're not a kid person or whatever, like be cool. Like be don't be cool. Just be cool. I mean, now listen. If a kid is kicking the shit out of your seat and the parent is doing nothing and like right. they will not stop and the parents just like I don't know. Like I mean, yeah, I get it. You have the reserve the right to be annoyed. I would be absolutely aggravated beyond all comprehension. But come on, just be cool. I've been traveling a bunch by myself recently, which is like, wow, look at me. Like, oh my I God. feel it's so weird. Traveling by yourself. Yeah. You could be in cargo. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. will feel like first class if yeah. you don't have your children. 100%. Oh my God, I have not experienced um, that. Even yet. though the, the last flight I took, I said, oh, I, I have to sit here because her bag was on my seat. And she goes, that was extra. And I was like, whoa, sorry. I'm so sorry. What? I hate. <laughs> and she called me ma'am. And I was like, <coughs> I'm a ma'am. Yep. Um, <laughs> that but um, We're ma'am's yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to use this opportunity because I'm traveling a bunch in the next couple months. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to seek out moms in need yep. and fucking try to help Aww. them. You know yeah, it's, I mean? it's so it, honestly like, it, and it, it's just learning to accept help because yeah. people generally speaking, actually most people want to help and, and are yeah. cool and have kids. A lot of people yeah. traveling have kids. Yes, so, totally. Or, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think the thing people forget is that, like, they were a kid once. So, oh, like, why does everybody that. forget that they were assholes, too? Oh, my God, yeah. I'm sorry, they forget it immediately, like, when mm-hmm. they're 12 or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, like. yeah, it's true. What was your worst uh, traveling experience or best? Whatever you want. I um, prefer worst. <laughs> <laughs> I think, although, like, the in-flight experience of that Fiji flight was not that bad, like, it's just like the getting off the plane and then to the person. Like the, it's the in between parts. Why is like it as long? Why thing. is it longer than the flight? Yeah, every time. What the transitions? Yeah, like from the transition. So you're like, okay, I figured out how to get on the plane with the baby. I survived the flight, but then by now I'm like sweaty and like exhausted <laughs> and like he's just been like, like yeah. the whole touching, time. touching you, touching the screen, yeah, touching, the touching stuff. everything and like. You like but, sanitize everything, but then they like shove their hand. Oh down my god! Like I don't even sanitize it in your mouth. I like really am of the theory that like germs are okay. Like, yeah, yeah, you like will right. eat something off the floor all the time. Anyway, um, <laughs> I like, just saw a real a real crack in you the parenting. You like will here. lick the window of an airplane, and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, what else? <laughs> like, no. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I don't know. We all get sick all the time. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, but getting from the plane to my husband who was waiting on the other side of customs, that was like where I I broke because uh-huh. like customs, it was like right. this because they can't the ba- the kid can't conceive of the fact that like we're done with the flying. Yes. Now we're here. And yes. it's like, no shit. There's another fucking layer, man. A huge layer. Or and even like, when you're stuck in the tarmac or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That nightmare, nightmare, waiting nightmare, for nightmare. waiting. The oh, waiting. The waiting. Mm-hmm. We can barely grasp. No, we're we right can't. here. People lose their minds. <laughs> yeah. But like, and the stroller wasn't there. And he was still at an age where he was not really like, I had to like hold him. The heavy. Yeah. Heavy, so like, I had to get mm-hmm. the stroller down at baggage scan, which was like outside of customs. And then like wait in a long customs line. So it was like when we got up to the customs desk. You know, to, you have to fill these little cards on the airplane. That oh, they, like, kids are real patient for that. Whatever bullshit you have to bring. So now I, mom's got to write like, shit down. Oh, well, like, I'd <laughs> written it down. And then I got there and the guy was like, you have to fill out one for the baby, too. No. And I was like, that's where I saw red and like blood just started pouring out of my eyes. And I was just like, <laughs> he doesn't need a fucking customs card. You know, and the guy was like, and then I see like a security card. And I'm like, no. oh, I'm in a foreign country. Like, don't. Don't get arrested like day one with your baby. <laughs> so I had to sit there and fill out a fucking customs card. And I was such a bitch the whole time. I was like, I guess I'm filling this out for my baby right now. Like, just like making a huge stink in front of everyone. who was probably like, what an asshole American. Like, fill out a card, you whiny bitch. <laughs> and then I finally got through the thing to see my husband and I dropped all my shit and I just started sobbing, like crying. Aww. And all these people are like on their honeymoon. Like, what is this woman's <laughs> problem? Why is she flying alone with a toddler and like losing <laughs> Beautiful mind. romantic <laughs> just sobbing, and I was just like, "It's too much. It was too long." I was like, I had also been apart from him for like two months alone with the baby, so I was like, oh, "Done." Oh. Right, um, you're just like, "Take this thing away from me." I'm so happy to see you. Fuck you. <laughs> and he had like one of those like Fiji water things, like it was gonna be cute, and I was just like, "Give me the water!" <laughs> like dropped everything, and like I was just like, "You do everything." For like a long time now, <laughs> like I don't do anything for like days, <laughs> like. You know, I've been discovering things since flying solo. <laughs> I've discovered cool things. Like, and there's a, a customs app where you can get in front of the entire. There's, you don't have to wait in the line. You go in a shorter line and oh you God. fill out Is all that the information. The global entry thing? No, it's different. It's like a. It's through TSA though, and it's like a, a specific customs thing where you can fill you fill it out um, on the plane like a couple hours in advance. Then you take your picture as well and then you can just basically it takes about 10 minutes to get through that line as opposed to like the half an hour to 45 minutes which Good should tip. I will yes everyone should like parents especially need this shit because it's too much you because you have to take a picture of all your kids which is Ugh. easy with your phones or whatever but like there's so much with the customs yeah like uh, coming back into the US and then uh, TSA pre-check is the best oh, if anyone well, doesn't oh, know I, about I, it I, the pre-check. global entry <laughs> yeah because my I son mean, was like, "Do I have to take my shoes off?" I was like, "No, you don't." Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And babies don't have to take. Oh, off I remember. Their shoes, I remember but. one time when my before my son was even born, so it was just the one, and she had her lovey, and they really needed the lovey oh, to go Jesus through that Christ. goddamn metal detector. Oh no! And I was like, "You are going to take Baba from my daughter." Like I have oh, to. Ca- so I mean, I carried her through the X-ray machine, screaming. Aww. I'm like, I hope it was worth it to find. By the way, what can't you identify in Baba through the metal detector that you can definitely identify in the... Okay, I'm not going to get into it because not Can you just put her... How about this? <laughs> if a child has a lovey, you can just put the whole child through the exit. I thought about it. I just put the entire... By the way, just she would have loved she'll, that. She'll fit inside <laughs> the box. Totally I should have just kept her in the car seat and throw her in there. <laughs> Next up is my interview with the world's best flight attendant, Daisy. 
She works for one of the big airlines and knows a thing or two about difficult passengers of all ages. But first, a quick word from one of our sponsors. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So I am Daisy Morgan. I am a flight attendant for a major U.S. air carrier. I do not have kids. I have two fur babies, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been a, a flight attendant for? I started flight attending when I was 18. For wow, a 18? Regional. Yeah, young. <laughs> Gosh, that's such an early time to figure out a career path. You know, I had three jobs, just moved to the city, and uh, my roommate had a friend over who happened to be a pilot. And he was like, hey, we're hiring if you want to go for it. And I was like, oh, I'm only 18. I can't. And he's like, well, my airline doesn't serve alcohol. So you're good to go at 18. So you can work as flight attendant as long as the airline doesn't serve alcohol? Yeah, I guess that was the deal. Oh, wow. So you've been doing this for quite some time then, yeah? What do you think when you see families coming into uh, an airplane, what do you think about that? You know, um, as a flight attendant who's there to help, uh, my first reaction is to ask if they need help with bags or anything like that. Because usually there's, you know, the diaper bag, the carry on, the suitcase, all of that going on. Or if they want help, like holding the kid while they get settled, stuff like that. So I personally don't mind children at all. Well, thank you, Daisy. You're the best. You're a hero (laughs) to all parents. (laughs) It's just kind of funny to me when I see other passengers like roll their eyes. I just want to be like, okay, well, first of all, you're the most annoying person on this plane, right? (laughs) (laughs) This is public transportation in case you've forgotten. (laughs) I mean, it's open to anybody who can pay the fare. So it's basically a glorified bus. You know, you're, you're, (laughs) You're going from point A to point B, and that's the bottom line, and I feel like people forget that. Right, right. Like, people think their vacation starts now as soon as they get on the airplane, which, you know, it should, obviously, but Mm -hmm. it is also, like, Hank Hank the uh, bus driver, (laughs) and, like, everybody deserves to fly, right? It's not just uh, single business travelers, I guess. I can, I'm sympathetic on both sides for you guys and the flight attendants and airline industry who are telling people what to do and, you know, glorious hand gestures for everything, too, um, and menus <laughs> to people who this is maybe what they've saved for for two years to go on this vacation, mm-hmm. but they, they don't know what to expect when it's not like you can go to, um, like, a, let's go to the training airplane. <laughs> <laughs> let's practice looking at menus and, and like overhead compartments <laughs> yeah well speaking of training flights they actually do practice flights for children with disabilities so if you want to go ahead of time 
and, you know, relieve some of the anxiety or a little bit of that fear. They, you know, give you a boarding pass. They let you go through security. My airline lets these people use the planes, the real planes. And so you go through the whole process shy of just actually taking the flight. That's amazing. There's a resource for children with special needs that you can, what, who do you call? Do you just call 1-800-HELP-ME, like airline.com? <laughs> well, it, it differs by airport. You know, a lot of these programs are specifically geared towards children with autism. So it could be that local cities like Autism Center. There is a company called Wings for All that does it at a couple different airports. I believe Boston is their main airport. That's so amazing. So they'll take them through security because, you know, travel is a lot different and it does continue to change. And as someone who just recently had to travel a lot, but didn't a lot before that, it was a, it was a lot to kind of learn quickly. It's like a, something that you learn and you need very infrequently. You know, it is hard to remember these things. And then sometimes it's hard to remember what you can do when you're traveling as a family. For instance, if you're traveling with children under the age of 12, you know, they don't have to take off their coats or their shoes. And I know that's what we're used to doing as adults. You get to security, you're like, shoes off, coats off, phones out, everything, you know, in the bins. But, you know, they try to make these exceptions for children under 12. So sometimes it's like just better to know that going in. So you're not feeling flustered and rushed. Yeah. Maybe we'll put together a guidebook that's mostly... Like, just the headline stuff, because parents' minds mm-hmm. are a thousand different places, especially when you're coordinating yeah. so many schedules and having to pack for everyone and also be prepared to carry everyone's stuff because your children will get tired and not want to carry anything anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're little, um, weak arms. Uh, so when I talk to young mothers, they are afraid to travel. Or young fathers. They're afraid to travel because mm-hmm. of a, a number of things. Because of germs. Because of judgment, I think, from uh, other mm-hmm. other people, like you were saying. What, what, is, what is your advice to all the parents? You know, it's hard to say, like, pack everything, you know, because you guys are already carrying so many things. But, like, I love my number one thing. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> you weirdos. Well, you know, like snacks, I'm sure are a huge thing. I know I get grumpy if I don't have a snack for a while, you know, and TSA lets you bring liquids through if they're frozen. So they have to be frozen solid. So if your kid, for instance, is a fan of juice boxes, you know, bring their snacks, apples, cheese, if it needs to be refrigerated, you know, put the frozen juice box on there and by the time you get through security and on your flight you'll have you know their favorite drink so unfortunately it takes you know, like two hours to get to LAX so <laughs> probably <laughs> melt by then but like you can bring breast milk um and yeah there is no limit on the amount of breast milk or formula that you bring through and that does not have to be frozen that mm-hmm. can just be it in its normal state <laughs> That's interesting about uh, frozen things. So, so could I bring like a frosé and they'd be like, sure, go ahead. <laughs> TSA wouldn't mind. Your flight attendants might mind. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk to me about other separate rules regarding families? You said that anyone 12 or under with security. Is there anything, mm-hmm. uh, uh, different rules that we should know about inside the plane? 
if you're traveling with a car seat and you have not bought a ticket for that infant, mm-hmm. um, if there's an open seat, they will seat you next to that open seat and let you occupy it for free. Whoa. So that's always a good thing to know. You know, it's rare these days to have <laughs> empty seats on a flight anymore, but you know, during the off season, if you have the option, it's always worth it to ask. The flight crew will have to check that car seat for a label that says that it is aircraft certified. You know, if like if we're asking to do something like that, we're really not trying to inconvenience you. We're trying to just make sure your kid's safe. That's um, something I, I honestly had never heard of before. I didn't know that that was a thing mm-hmm. that you needed. I mean, I've never uh, traveled with a car seat, but um, I that's a good thing for parents to know, and I will try to disperse it to as many people as I can. <laughs> it's a federal rule to have that label on your car seat. Uh, most car seats are fine. Um, however, like the little booster seats, none of those are certified on aircraft as far as I'm aware. Um, yeah, I did I so, did bring a booster seat one time because I was like, oh, maybe she'll be more comfortable. And they're like, you can't have that. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> I did not know. And are there any other rules? Yeah, um, you know, wearing babies has become like the big thing I've noticed, you know, rather, I used to see a lot of car seats nowadays, you just see like the little mobies or the the slings yeah. that you wear your infant on board. I was told, I went on a flight and I had her all wrapped up and she was kind of young and, and she was wrapped up and I had to take her out and then she, she shit her pants and it, it, <laughs> the paper exploded. I had forgotten wipes. I didn't know, I didn't have, like I used a diaper to wipe her butt and then had to put another diaper on and then she <laughs> cried the rest of the time. And I was like, why have you done this to me? Uh, but yeah, tell, tell, me, tell me why you can't wear babies. Yeah, so that's actually a federal aviation regulation. So if I were in that scenario, I would immediately blame it on them. So you wouldn't hate me <laughs> forever. <laughs> I always just say, hey, the FAA doesn't allow you to wear the baby for takeoff and landing. You know, you're welcome to put her back once we get up. But it's in case we do have an emergency or have to do um, an emergency landing, the G-forces from that landing would actually suffocate the child if it were strapped or tied tightly to your body. What? And Yes, it's really morbid. So I don't like to tell people why. I just say, oh, it's the FAA. You know, they say you can't do it, but they've done tests. They just said it would suffocate the baby. And another... Also morbid reason, um, if for some reason the mother does not survive the emergency landing and the baby does, we need a way to get that baby off the plane. And Ooh. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we don't, we don't like to give the whys. We just like to blame the FAA. <laughs> Honestly, it, for me, uh, I, the why is it explains so much more, you know, just as like, you're like, well, why? And it's not fashionable. And you're like, oh, it's full death. Oh, my God. I had no idea. You know, it's like easy for me to wrap my head around. I think me personally, mm. obviously, like rules and, and like parenting and, and parenting tools have changed uh, over the years and flying. I'm sure car scenes run around in the 70s. Can you talk a little bit about maybe how things have changed for you and and in the flight industry regarding, you know, safety and children and stuff? Yeah. uh, The code of federal regulations is, you know, an ever evolving 
document, essentially. Things change as technology changes, as they do new research and things like that. And it's true, every federal regulation is written in blood because, you know, some of these things became regulations because they saw this horrific accident and saw Mm. how things happen. (laughs) And, you know, it does get very morbid very fast when you talk about these things. But, you know, that's why we inform you and enforce it because, you know, we want to keep your kids as safe as possible. Like, you know, back in the 70s or 80s, I'm not sure when this rule changed, but it used to be that in an emergency landing, the flight attendants were instructed to ask you to put your child on the floor under the seat in front of you for an emergency <laughs> landing. <laughs> and obviously... Like where your it. laptop goes now? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Move your Gucci bag, put your baby down. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. Well, thank you so much for thinking I have a Gucci bag. I would never. But, <laughs> um, so I just want to go through like basic questions of like things that I I really don't know. So how dirty are airplanes and why do I see so many articles about how germy airplanes are? They are very dirty. You know, it's like I cringe when I see people eating off those tray tables because, you know, this <laughs> oh my is... God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it really is. People put their feet on those. Like people put their feet on everything. It's amazing. Like, First of all, I'm impressed by the flexibility. Congratulations. Second of all, you're disgusting. Please don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or, you know, I've seen parents change their baby's diaper on those tray tables. And, you know, it's like these turnarounds sometimes are 40 minutes, getting everybody off the plane, getting the plane clean and boarding everybody in 40 minutes. There's just no time to clean all those tray tables. If you are one of those germaphobes, you know, bring the wipes do what you want but if you're not you know it's like just put a napkin down <laughs> do the bare put minimum please. <laughs> that is terrific advice thank you so much <laughs> I will definitely be wiping down my stuff before touching it okay let's talk about those goodie bags that my parents bring in sometimes that are all the rage on the news <laughs> like every buddy writes a story about it and it my personal worst nightmare to see those things come out. <laughs> I, if I were a parent, uh, which again, I'm not, I would not do that. It's like, I see those and it's like, oh, good for you. You stayed up all night trying to please strangers. It's like, <laughs> there's no trophy though. I'm not going to come give you a medal for, uh, you know, handing out earplugs and snacks. It's like, we already got that girl. We got you. <laughs> right. Right. It's just another stress to add to your life. Like, by apologizing to everyone around you that you have uh, children. I understand why one would do that. Because if you've mm-hmm. traveled and you felt completely judged and embarrassed, and you get dirty looks from Joe Businessman and Jane Business Owner, <laughs> that, that you've disturbed their travel because they're professionals and you're a dumb freshman amateur who brought your dumb, <laughs> stupid, loud child. I can understand why people would go to those lengths. So, like, what are your observations of that? And, and like, what do you wish would happen? Honestly, I think it's just unnecessary. If you're going to do that on a plane, you might as well do that in the grocery, do that in a restaurant, like, do that everywhere. Because, again, you're just, you are in the public. You're in the general public. It's just, 
to me, it's just an unnecessary like stress to put on yourself. Why can't flight attendants take diapers, dirty diapers, when you change a child? <laughs> like, I mean, um, it's not like it ever have you have to touch it. You just throw it in the bag. But I tried to do it once, and they were like, no, retracting, recoiled. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. I thought you asked for trash. Well, um, diapers are considered bodily fluids uh-huh. or con- contents of bodily fluids. And we are actually not allowed to touch any kind of bodily fluid anymore. You know, we're not allowed to take your air sick bag even. So if you get sick in some turbulence, we're instructed to tell you to put it under your seat and the cleaners will take care of it. With the baby that's under the seat? (laughs) 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 That's so gross. Just like putting your vomit just daintily daintily next to your Gucci bag and your your (laughs) four-year-old. Do you have any other like tips or, or things that parents may not know? You had mentioned the the thing about not having to take off jackets and shoes and mm-hmm. the playgrounds. So Are there other things that parents may not know about or the, the free seat, which is pretty amazing? I would just recommend if you have to connect, I would give yourself a bigger connection time. You know, I, I can see when you're booking a ticket, just be like, oh, I want to get this travel portion over with. I just want to get it all, knock it all out. But those layovers sometimes are what your kid and you need, you know, give you a break to not be, especially if you're traveling with a small child that's a lap rider. It's like, I'm sure you need a moment to just like chill out and not have this thing stuck to you (laughs) the entire time. (laughs) This thing. (laughs) You are not a parent. (laughs) I say that lovingly. (laughs) Uh, I I know I know like I would just recommend if you have to layover just take some time to have like a two-hour layover you know there's so many kid-friendly airports these days like Dulles for example has a kid play area designed by NASA what yes that's amazing (laughs) yeah they've gotten so elaborate you know all these places are trying to be more family friendly with the kids stop by the flight deck you know it's like we don't let adults in there so take advantage send your kid in there check it out it's pretty cool is that right kids can go into the flight deck and with the pilot and stuff yeah uh on the ground that's so cool yeah we always every time i see a kid bored i'm like you want to say hi and most of the time they're too shy yeah but it is fun you know they but they usually let you wear their hat take a picture (laughs) oh my god like local celebrities. <laughs> That's so cool. Like we really don't have too many resources, but we try to push the ones we have to make your experience better. Oh, that's so cool. I'm going to do that next time I fly with Lottie. I'm going to make her meet a pilot. And <laughs> <laughs> I know I try to go out of my way to help like families, especially if it's just Like, this poor woman got on one day. She was super pregnant. She was traveling with, like, a five-year-old and an infant in arms by herself. And I was like, what man did this to you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Inhumane. poor woman. Yes. And so it's like, I always try to go out of my way and, like, you know, ask if they need anything, you know, need a distraction or something like that. Like, I don't mind hanging out with a kid for a minute if I'm not busy. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. You are technically allowed to hang out. Like, or you're allowed to hold children. You're allowed to, like, mm-hmm. distract them for a few minutes. 
That's nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, the only thing we're not allowed to do is install the car seat for you if you're traveling with a car mm. seat. I can help, but it's really just like a liability thing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I would not know where to start right, <laughs> in right. installing a car seat. <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't know how to install a car seat in an airplane. First, like I would, I, I don't, I would get flustered and be like, "Forget it, just throw it in the trash." <laughs> It's like, officially, we're safety professionals. Unofficially, we're glorified babysitters. <laughs> like, everybody just loses their mind when they get on a plane. So it's like, you're essentially not even working with adults. You're. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I want my sprite. <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. Daisy, can I please be on your next flight? Okay, one last moment with Jamie and Trisha as we travel back in time to our childhoods. Did you guys travel as kids ever? Do you have good memories or bad memories traveling as kids? I mean, look, these kids today. Yeah. Oh, no. oh boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. With their Here iPads. Go. With their iPads. No wonder that old woman married your husband. I mean, <laughs> let me tell you. These kids. Well, first of all, I was also a kid that had grandparents in Montreal or in New Jersey, and we were in Boston. So we we were the kings of the six-hour car Mm. trip. Mm. Now, the good thing was is that you didn't have to wear your seatbelt. So you could roll right. around on the floor, totally. like underneath their seats, basically like, <laughs> like, and just pretend to, I guess, be trapped or kidnapped. Which feels like it was, a <laughs> was it like a rusted out bottom? Those oh, we had bed? one of those. Yeah, 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 we had yeah, one of those. Yeah. those um, we did. Where well, you can see the, yep, the, the, see the road going, going by. Through. Yep. That was <laughs> fun. That was the BW bug. Yeah, yep, exactly. um, but I remember like, I mean, look, everything has to do with the, Im- the invention of the iPad as far as travel and kids. I mean, it has made, traveling significantly easier but we didn't have that so it was boring you know travel was very boring it was like to get to another place that was usually equally as boring so I don't know I don't have great memories of traveling I struggle with that yeah like I feel like it was boring but like fun boring like when you were like oh kids today have iPads I just remembered like we also traveled mostly by car and like I remember truly loving like when it would rain and you would like watch the raindrops and yeah. like be like oh. racing to see which raindrop makes yes. it. To, like I remember being like riveted. <laughs> like, oh my God, like, you should I start like, a meditation tape. She's right though. I like <laughs> named my fingers and made them yeah. talk to each other and shit. <laughs> and I love those road trips. And like, we would totally stop. We always, we would drive to Atlanta cause my brother, I have a much older brother that lived there and we would always stop at like a hotel with a pool and get like, KFC and like be in the pool eating KFC like that's what I remember of travel as a youth like yeah and I yes. like loved it <laughs> there was like a certain diner we would stop at on the way at like you know or or we would actually we would drive past the Ben and Jerry's factory when oh we that's go, so uh, fun what a kid dream cool. so yeah so like and but but there were there were like you did get real meditative as a kid which mm-hmm. is something I worry about a lot in terms of children and boredom today and how important it is to be bored and how hard it is for us as parents to let them be bored obviously when we're traveling on planes like forget it like i that i've given over to give two different ipads for each of Uh them yeah i mean that's i would absolutely do that yeah (laughs) so we've given over now we held out a long i will say this we did hold out a really long time Mm -hmm. like my kids have only had their own ipads for like a year and a half Mm -hmm. But you know, we my would four give and a half year old has had one for two years. So, well, but that, but listen, but that's I completely understand. 
understand, you know, and it's also it's societal pressure. I mean, mm-hmm. every other kid fucking has one. It's yeah. like, what are you going to do? So, but, and they were also using ours. It's not like they didn't have access right, to right, them. Right, right, right. Um, but when it, we're in a car, like, unless it is a really long road trip, they don't get screens. We have to listen to stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, again, we're still listening to stuff, you know, we're, but, but I try, I'm trying to give them some sense of that amazing thing you just said Trish about like watching the rain you know on the on the dashboard or on the on the windshield it's like it's so important to have those sensory meditative moments and I feel like we don't have as many opportunities to give them to our kids anymore I mean do we have them ourselves is the real truth of the matter and I think it's all like yeah I don't I don't know when I'm not like constantly just like Instagram fucking Facebook whatever like I'm just well the social media is is one of the first things to try and I've I've been struggling a lot with that yeah and i'm trying to cut it out a lot yeah yeah but i i do wonder i, I try to look back because i think like i was bored i wasn't doing anything but like i think the things that i neglect to look at is that my mother did have some kind of structure and like things like ben and jerry's or mcdonald's totally. trust was like yes. a structured bribery system like they just figured yep. it out in a different way yeah it's you true. know rather than watching a movie which we have a dvd player in our minivan Hashtag mom's life. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. But, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, but it is, it's always good to just keep in mind that, um, screens might solve the problem well, now, but, you know. It's good to keep in mind, too, that, like, saying that they're bored and sometimes, not all the time, but occasionally pushing through that and letting them be bored and seeing mm-hmm. what happens when they are bored and go analog, what happens? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Do they build a fort? Do they, get involved and pretend. I mean, my kids are like too old for that now, which is so freaky and weird and sad. You know, <laughs> I know. And I look at you guys with your sweet little monkeys. <laughs> I feel um, like mine just started to really pretend like I'll now I'll be like in the kitchen. I'll hear him like playing with trucks and be like, you are going over here. And I'm like, Oh my God, you're using a voice. You're like pretending like that, like just oh. happened. <laughs> and that's, and, the, and, and encourage it always, you know, I mean, that's what you go back to, but I'm sure at some point, you know, that phase will be over. (laughs) I know it's hard. What a journey. See what I did there. I love to travel with my family and hopefully the conversations you heard today will ease the stress you feel before your next trip. I know they eased mine. Now I just have to focus on getting to the airport on time. I'd like to thank my guests, Jamie Dembo, Trisha McAlpin and the woman I want on every flight, Daisy. Thank you for listening. Just like parenthood, we're still figuring it out. So please reach out to me through our website, motheroballshows.com, if you have any questions, thoughts, or topics you'd like to hear. We are also all over social media at MOASpod. This podcast is produced by Jen Perry-Leamy, written by Rebecca Johnson, music by Jerome Curtinbach, and edited by Amanda Lund and Tracy Levy. I am proud to be a part of the Eros Network. Please subscribe and rate the Motherball Shows on Apple, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you listen. It will really help us out. Gotta make my daughter proud. She reads our reviews. I told you she was highly intelligent. We will have links to the topics and resources we discussed today on our website. See you for the next one. Wait, can I check my kid with my luggage? (laughs) Right, it's a bad idea. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.